0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. And that's a very powerful saying. It's also a declaration. Good morning. Not irritating morning. Not frustrating morning. Not a morning of anger. Not a morning of resentment. Not of anything but good. Good morning. Some people say great morning. But we was always told to say good morning. Because our morning is good. When we get up out of our beds. We already have the heart to serve continuously. But when you have God on your mind. You know that everything is alright. You don't have to be upset to say good morning. You don't have to feel like you don't want to say good morning. Because you know your morning is good. Because when you get out your bed, the first thing you do is pray. Not that you will have a good morning. But that you will continuously follow Continuously serve Having a heart of a servant Meaning that everything That Christ say and do That's exactly what you follow He speaks how you speak You speak how he speaks We become one And you know that everything works itself out for your good You're not focused on the no distractions on your left or right. You're not focused in on negative news. Because you know your positive news outweigh any negative report. Therefore, it feels good to say when we wake up in the morning, good morning. In the afternoon, good afternoon. At night Good night That made my entire day Was filled with goodness Let's not say good morning Just because we just know That's what to say To be polite But it's a meaning to that statement It's a meaning to that declaration Our days Are filled with blessing. Let me repeat that. Our days are filled with blessing. For those who know me, when I say know me, I mean saw me grow throughout the years in my walk. Whether you was a a co-worker, employee, employer, a school friend, childhood friend. You saw my growth. And God is taking us higher. Every single person who's yielded to God, He's allowing your life to be marketed. That's what He's doing. He's marketing our lives, which means He's allowing us to be expanded. He's allowing who we are as a follower As a person who's yielded to be exposed You know like a business partner Or a company marketing a, a brand Or a product They advertise it by selling it By saying everything good about that product We're not a product We are a people And God is elevating us By allowing people to see The good of him in us So he's allowing us to be exposed In our gifts In our personalities In our love walk In our passion We're being marketed And let me tell you how I know we're being marketed by God In heaven For elevation In this earth Right now because he took me somewhere while i was in my in my bed this morning i was at a function a very important function with great leaders and god say if you know have any idea who you were sitting beside it would blow your mind the the Generation of who these leaders are connected to. It was a ceremony taking place in America, and you know it had just about every news, every everything for it to be broadcast. It was very important people speaking and talking, but the thing is, I didn't know who any of them were, but I knew that they was very. Influential and powerful in the earth Because of the influence of the people And they would cheer them on Cameras and everything And I was sitting next to this black man African American man And it was this man who was playing On the uh, piano Beautiful piano They had a nice orchestra And this man was Singing songs To every person in their culture, in their background, where they come from, as a culture. And when he got to this this African-American man who was behind me, I was in front of him. And he was singing the song, Let my people go, let my people go. But the song wasn't about Moses. The song was about Harriet Tubman's calling. Her passion. And he immediately got excited when he heard that song because he knew that that was from his bloodline. He began to sing the song. They made it sound in the the form of jazz. And then he turned to the next person and did a song from their culture. But God wanted me to actually hear that song because I I didn't hear any other song but that song he had for that African-American man, Let My People Go. And and it was a celebration of what happened then to where he is now. He's a businessman. He's very powerful, influential in the earth, a great spiritual leader, and he know that his background comes from his ancestors who were not free, I mean uh, physically. They were slaves African American culture were enslaved hundreds of years ago and they brought him back to that place by saying let my people go and look where you are now it's not look where you've been look where you come from shame on them look what they did to us they shouldn't have beat us they shouldn't have tried to destroy us we hate them no it's the fact that we are free we have rights We are equal. And in fact, my love for you, we are one. I'm not angry at what happened in the past. I'm not racist. I'm not prejudiced. It's something very powerful happening with this racism and prejudice, this act that's going on. Because I just heard this word last night in Bible study. And yet God allowed me to see all this taking place in this vision. I never knew how important it is to be a seer. Because I just grew up seeing. It, it's, it's natural to me to see. And I understand what I see and why I see. Why I'm seeing. He's not going to let you see something they don't understand why you're seeing. It comes with the anointing. And They're not going to give you a loaf of bread without it being packaged. It comes with the it comes with it. Hallelujah, that will give you milk without being a jug. It comes with the jug. So understanding what you're singing comes with the anointing. God does a lot while we're sleeping. I know he does that to me a lot. Because I wake up even more empowered. But he's doing something. It's like I'm so vulnerable right now in his presence. And that's a good place to be. I'm very broken, very eager, very honest. And God said that is exactly where he want us to be. Open and honest. Honesty get us a lot. It takes us very far. You cannot walk in love and not be honest. I was always an honest person. Do that mean I never told a lie? Of course not. But now, when you when you're walking with God, there's no reason to lie because you know when you repent, you've been forgiven, and you and you be saved from making mistakes because Holy Spirit don't make mistakes, and that's who you're being led by. So back to this vision, he was he was with a woman who appeared to be his mom. But they had no resemblance. I still don't know who, how powerful these people, who they were. <laughs> but God, obviously, that's not the point because He would have revealed it to me. He know I'm seeking Him for it, but you know, He'll, He'll come. And then God began to show me. I said, God, why am I here? I said that to myself in the vision. Why am I here? What am I, what am I doing here? Let's see, you know, I can feel this suit on me. This beautiful suit. Skirt suit. Because I was the speaker of the day. And this very powerful orchestra singing and all the music playing. It's all over the news, the media, TV. Very important people there. And I was the speaker. Let me tell you how calm I am. I've never been this relaxed and calm before in my life. God will place people in your life to put a word to your life to help you grow. But in order for you to grow, you have to be open for change. We cannot have the attitude, I know everything. Or you don't know anything. Because God Knows it all. He's exposing what he wants to expose. At the right opportune time. He keeps showing me business. Business. But it's not a business as a restaurant. It's not a business as a clothing store. It's a business as of his kingdom. And releasing his kingdom. I was given an opportunity yesterday. Someone messaged me. And they said, we want to market you. You're a great influence. You're a positive energy person. We want you to write 500 to 700 words of something you want to say. About who you are and why you do what you do. And what do you see happening because of what you're doing. And that was Holy Spirit speaking through this person. And you know sometimes we don't. we, we When we get caught up in our daily schedule. I like kind of looked at it. I saw it very significant but I had to get back to it. Because I had to go somewhere else. But it had been on the forefront of my mind. I didn't forget the lady. I didn't forget the opportunity. Didn't forget. So now I have to sit down and quiet myself before God. And allow him to speak my passion through me. Because there is a passion. Every single one of us have a passion for something. The Olympics. they They have passions. And look what their passions have taken them as far as it can take them. Those who into boxing, those who into football, those who into being meteorologists, everyone's passion is very important in this earth. You were not created to have a passion to do anything negative. Because love expands, love exceeds. Love excels. So I want you to, today, I want you to know within your soul, within your heart, within your mind, that I don't have to work anything out myself any longer. I don't have to wonder when is my time going to come for To say I'm something or someone in this earth. Because a lot of us get tired of looking at ourselves as if what are we doing? It's time for us to grow. A lot of us been sitting around on time. Wasting time. And a lot of us getting frustrated with ourselves. Because we're like we're this age and we still haven't accomplished anything. And yeah, you see those around you just flourishing. But if you yield yourself over to God, you would never have to wonder again when, where, and how your life gonna prosper. Because when you allow God to be your God and Jesus to be your Lord, Holy Spirit. To be your guide and your comforter, your guide. Let me say that word, your guide. When you have, when you're in a country that you don't know nothing about or a location, what do we use? A GPS or a map? Because that's our guide to get to our destination. That's Holy Spirit, our guide. You see how tuned you are to that GPS to make sure you don't get lost. And now they have the GPS Now they speak for you So you won't take your eyes off the road And 200 feet Turn left That's how Holy Spirit talks to us But we're not focused on 200 feet Turn left Because we're just following But we're actually walking the 200 feet Turning left Hope you get what I just said Hope you got what I just said i never seen how beautiful angel wings are. I never paid attention to, that never was my focus. I was just so grateful that, that they were here. I never was a person to be like, let me see your wings or do you have wings? I didn't ask stuff like that. I just wanted to say, come here, sit with me, lay with me. And some angels are not commissioned to walk and lay with you Because they're there for your protection in certain areas of your home So they're commissioned to stand in certain places and not move But they can praise, but in a standstill They're looking at you, they can turn to your direction But they cannot walk in your direction I hope you get that So what I do for those angels who are standing In the four walls of my room, I walk over to the four walls of my room and I begin to hug them. (laughs) It's funny because I'm looking at the corners of my wall now and I see certain, um, you know, I cry sometimes and my tears, I have makeup on. (laughs) And I see a makeup. (laughs) Well, I have, you can tell I was in those areas (laughs) with the angels. Hallelujah. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for that. What he's doing, he's marketing us. He's filling us up with all of him. See, a lot of us think that we're going to get it all at one time. You're not going to get nothing all at one time. Because then when you have everything, you're you're not going to need God to do anything. Or you're not going to look to God to expect anything because you have everything. Hallelujah. God gets excited when we get excited to see what he's doing. When we ask God, what are you doing? What are you doing? He gets excited to hear that because we're seeking him for more of him. That's like when you come home with bags of groceries and your kids are running to you. What do you have? What do you have in the bag? What's in the bag? What do you have for me? Because you know your parents brought you something good home. And like, what do you have? What do you have? And I feel a need to say this also. God will give you beauty for your ashes. Hallelujah. When we're glowing in God's glory, it causes such a beauty. It causes such an attraction. But it's not a physical attraction. Some people can't, they can't determine the two. Is it natural or physical? I mean, is it natural or spiritual? But God, let me me explain to you. He's putting his spiritual on your natural, the cause to be supernatural. You are always beautiful inside out. Hallelujah. But his glory is elevating your beauty. You are becoming to be more attractive. Because you are attractive in the kingdom. You are in shape and fit in the kingdom. Nothing is missing or lacking or broken in your life. And that's where God is having me at right now. To fix the things that are missing, lacking and broken. And I mean that physically. Not emotionally, because we are healed. For example, locking could be your weight. Gaining and gaining, and then you become to be lazy. You're not fit to have the energy to carry on and continue to carry on. Because weight weighs you down. It causes you to be short of breath You have to be in shape And fit for the kingdom It's very important He always had in my heart To always stay in shape Yes I have put on pounds in the past Times I have We all have But in this season You best to believe Being fit for the kingdom Is beneficial in my life And I declare that over your life as well How you are in kingdom Is how you are going to be here Everyone in the kingdom is fit They are in shape They are fit and in shape Spiritually Emotionally Physically. Because even though you're spirit. You still have a physical appearance. You can see a person's arms. You can see a person's face. You can see a person's legs. Feet and so forth. And it's fit. No one has one leg bigger than the other. No one's walking around out of shape. It's important. Your life is a model of who Christ is and how good he is in every area of your life, even when it comes to your physical fitness. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people who are so powerful and so good at preaching the word and doing using their gifts, but they're unfit physically. Barely able to walk because your ankles are so huge. Because you're not taking care of yourself. Now you could barely walk to go forth with the kingdom. On earth. As it is in heaven. Relationships. Let's pray for people. That they no longer be envious of your elevation. That people will no longer want what you have will begin to thank God for what they have God has shown me how important it is to have bodyguards you have to be physically protected when you're out here God has just shown me what's the next steps that he's doing in my the people he's sitting in my life he's sitting protectors. Because I'm really serious about branching out. Because I have branched out. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm not darn proud of myself. I'm very proud of myself. Because I yielded for Christ to be seen and heard. Through my life. And through their lives. In places that many people would say no to. But I went. And I did not go alone. For physically it may seem as if I was alone. But all of heaven backed me up on it. Six years on a train every day. Every single day. And not just talking to five to ten people. Over a hundred people in some days. Some days it's maybe 15. Some days it's never less than 10 to never less than 10 people. Because it's doing rush hour on a work day. And people going to that location, that area, that part of the town. It was not an easy assignment. But that prepared me for the boldness I have today to go forth. Because you cannot be afraid to go forth. Like I tell you, my first day God told me, you know, he asked me to do that. I didn't do it the first day, but I wanted to. I choked up. And I sat down. But it bothered me that entire day. Because I care about everyone so much. It matters to me how you feel. And how you live. And what's going on in your life. It matters to me what matters to you. So here I am on a train sitting down seeing all the matters around me. And not even saying anything about it. Filled with all the answers to their problems. And not opening up my mouth to say a word. And it's not that I didn't do that that made me feel bad or feel upset or or ashamed. It was the fact that when I went to work and I went to the bathroom and I wept because of the reason why I didn't do it. There is no fear in the kingdom. Fear of what? Rejection? Christ was rejected for our sake. Think about Thomas and think about Paul and think about Peter, Nathaniel, Stephen. All of them when they went forth got some of them got stoned or beheaded because they were ministering the gospel. John beheaded. But Jones was due to a false accusation. Being beheaded. Stephen stoned. All because they were spreading the good news. And the laws at that time. They didn't allow it. But here we are in a land of freedom. To go forth. And say whatever we want to say about God freely, not disrespectfully. We pray for those who are going out there disrespectfully. Give you, let me give you another testimony. Testimonies helps us because I don't want you just to see. Focus on the me now. I want you to see how I got to where I am so you can also have hope. And not hope, faith. Let me say that. Faith, not hope. Faith. Hallelujah. It's a difference. Faith knows that it knows it's gonna take place. Hope is, I'm not so sure, but I'm 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 looking forward to it happening. I was going out to minister in this location, and three people got there before me. And I seen them in a huddle praying for people. I said, I have to get a part of this. So I joined the group, but I didn't touch because I don't touch anyone without their permission. And they were in a huddle hugging, and you know, so much going on now since people don't want to be touched. So I stood a little distance, maybe like a foot, half a foot from the circle. And I bend my head down and begin to pray with them. And out know where they say, well, here's a woman, you want prayer? I say, sure, I don't mind prayer. They pray for me. They begin to say, there's so many people out here walking like devils. Here's a devil, look how they dress, they dress like devils. I say, oh, I see why you brought me here, God. You want me to teach them how to go. With Holy Spirit interceding. Because we cannot go around accusing people of being anything because of their outer appearance. A girl was called the devil because she had on a short skirt. And you telling her why she's a devil because she has on a short skirt? As if a long skirt causes you to be a saint? You allow Holy Spirit to make that correction, not you. That's not your place. You just killed that woman. And God said, thou should not kill. You just destroyed her self-esteem. You just destroyed her attitude. You just destroyed how she was feeling currently because you made her feel disrupted by your negative words. And so I just couldn't take them anymore They were, they were they was like Well you can also use what we're doing And I said to myself Father they have no idea who's standing before them But I'm not even going to say anything And it's not me It's God in me You know when, you, when you're walking with God You know you have, you're walking with the real deal Not no false nothing See I know I have the real deal on the inside of me there's no fake in our God And I know he's on the inside of me Because I'm demonstrating his mighty works See they didn't have any power Because they didn't have any love And yet I have that So I said they have no idea what they in, Who they standing in front of And God kept saying wait for it Wait for it Because I was ready Because I'm not going to allow you to tear people down While God used me to build them up that's a lie Because what I'm doing is not easy What you're doing is not easy What we're called to do is not easy Up at night, up in the morning, throughout the day All day praying Your life is a prayer life There's no tuning in and tuning out You're praying all the day long whether well, there's a couple of words Lord strengthen me Lord I bless, bless them, help them, deliver them All day long you're praying Fasting for some of us And let me tell you something Fasting don't necessarily mean food Hallelujah. Fasting is doing anything to uh, that you'd like to stop to gain something from more from God. Hallelujah. To gain more from God. And they just kept beating up on people verbally. And one guy I said um I asked him a question and one of the guys said, I ain't got time for that. I'm so focused on reading this Bible. I'm reading. I said, oh my goodness. They don't have any patience. They don't have any love. But they're hungry for God. They're hungry for God to go out and minister God's word because they bow to God and do it. But you have to do it spiritually led. You can't do that because when we try to do it it ends up like that hallelujah so I began to share the Holy Spirit said go I said okay I said um because they were saying well we out here to do this and, and we need this and you need to pray and you need prayer for this I said well I also do what you do they said no you do. I said yes I do I also go around and I share the love of the gospel they told me so many words they said prove it I said, look my name up. I gave them my name. Then certain things came up. And they was like, oh, what? Look at the videos. She's right here in this video. I said, oh, look at the first one. Over 10 years ago. In this same location. Hallelujah. And it's people that were here before me. Hallelujah. So don't go around judging a book by its cover. Because that beautiful Caucasian woman who could appear for you to think that she was a witch because of what she had on. You called her a witch because she had on a blanket instead of a coat. You don't know her situation. You don't know her testimony because no one will prefer to wear a blanket outside instead of a nice warm coat she already obviously have something on her mind or something on her plates going through a trial or tribulation or two who need a helping hand of who you have and who you read about in this bible and you cast her away the same day was trying to stone that beautiful woman Mary Hallelujah. And Jesus came and saved the day. Hallelujah. You just took that Mary away. But you're walking around representing God not correctly. Everything starts with love. Love is patient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can't go out like that. Please hear me again. We cannot go out like that. We cannot go out in this world assuming people don't have God. I don't it, it, it doesn't matter how much God we have. We still need him. We still can use prayer. Some people have came to me and said, when I asked them to pray for me, oh, you cute, you, girl, you're fine. What you mean pray for you, girl? Bye. No, look at me. Seriously, pray for me. It don't matter how far a person has gone, who they are or their anointing, Pray for me doesn't mean I'm distracted. Prayer is a good thing. It's declarations. Opening up your heart to God. You mean to tell me you won't do that on my behalf? Even Jesus was prayed for. He kept telling his disciples, get up and pray. Pray. Do you know what I'm about to do? Pray. And God revealed to me last night I was reading a testimony of Moses. And I said, God, um, I'm glad I don't see your anger like they have. Because you told Moses and Aaron to speak, you told Moses to speak into that rock. To make the water come forth And Moses was like look you rebels He got tired of them complaining Look you rebels And then he stroked the rock With the rod And God was like because You didn't allow me to receive my glory As I told you what to do and how to do it You did the way you want to do it You would not enter into The promised land But they were there To help the people get there Taking all the complaints and helping them throughout the whole entire journey. But yet, couldn't even enter in. My God. I said, God, you were you were upset. <laughs> Forget that. And, then, and the thing about it is, you told you told um, Aaron to take his clothes off and give them to his son. And they left Aaron there because he couldn't go any further than where he was. I said my God Moses walked Ern up there on the top of that mountain and I said did they exchange clothes I mean did Ern have or anything because <laughs> it don't say it just lets you know that Ern had, uh, had to take his stuff off give it to his son imagine what that looked like I don't know if the people knew that they couldn't cross over or did know but when they came down, Aaron and Moses, they were without... I mean, when, I mean, Moses and Aaron's son, they were without Aaron. And then when Moses gets right close to the promised land, he couldn't even enter in. I said, oh my goodness, God. <laughs> Why did he show so much mercy upon them, God? I was like, God... Maybe I'm not understanding how I should understand. Because you are loving God. You are forgiving God. You're merciful. You were determined they were not going into that land. And it didn't show anything about Moses, saying anything about it. Like, why not? Or forgive me. Or he just accepted what God said. And kept forward. Knowing he was not entering in, I would be like, God, come on, God. <laughs> I went this far. You mean to be me? like, I just put one foot in the land? Hallelujah. And God said, There's a lot of things that take place in these testimonies in the Bible that people weren't able and have the time or the resources to add them in. It's a lot more to that testimony that we're not aware of, but we will soon be aware of because God revealed his mysteries. Hallelujah. I say, God, it has to be be more to this. It has to be more to this. Because this version I'm reading, like you were like, yeah. Hallelujah. God said, you got to remember before Christ was, physically in the earth and I say physically because he always was spiritually before he came into the earth in the Old Testament they were filled with the prophecies of his coming and they know why he was he's coming but until he come they were burnt offerings as a sacrifice to God you will would, you would receive serious punishment for your behavior because it wasn't no salvation then. It wasn't too much of anything redeeming or restoration. And God said, Look at you and your generation. You are after the resurrection. Physically, our time here. I'm satisfied. See, you see in my satisfaction. There is nothing you or anyone can ever do to cause me to say what I said for that generation. Or do what i done in that generation. Because my son's blood satisfied me. I say, wow, Jesus, your blood is, shh, wow. <laughs> your blood, your blood, your blood. <laughs> Pour it all on me. My God. And everywhere I go, as a reminder of the day we both rose. In your blood, we both rose. (laughs) We died in your blood and we rose in your blood. I say, wow, your blood is very important. (laughs) Hallelujah. I want you today to enjoy. Let me tell you something. I give you a lot of me because I'm not able to hear from you right now on this podcast. Because let me tell you, we spend so much time trying to better our lives, ourselves. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And a lot of people went to college for things and taking majors that they're not even working it Because you want to better yourself. And yet here come God. Because you yielded. Having everything fall in place. All you have to do is just follow. Just come on. Come on somebody. That's good news to me. I don't have to get up and look through no ad. For no this and that. Just follow. And you're going to allow Holy Spirit to tell me what to do. When to do it. And send whoever my way. Here, I'm yielded. Do you hear me? Totally yield. I'm like an egg in the pan. Crack me. Sizzle me. Hallelujah I'm so into this I'm so glad we don't have to do anything I'm glad God Thank you God for doing everything My God (laughs) But you and I do we must do though Is continue to follow and believe (laughs) That's the only thing And I'm going to tell you something Everything comes with the believing and the following Of course praising Of course your life is a worship Your life is worship Everything falls in place. My God, I'm just—I feel so good about that because I used to be like, "Is this something that I'm not doing? Is this something I should do, God, that I'm not doing?" Because I was so into just not being the one to sit on the bench. I don't want to just sit on the bench. When I said, "God, uh, another thing God gonna do." He's gonna When he sends people your way, it might be all types of hours that they need prayer. And there are also going to be people who just want to just talk. But some conversations can actually wait. Talking about stuff that's not important or beneficial to your walk with God for about two hours at two in the morning is not Come on now. You can wait till at least eight, nine o'clock. come on guys, come on somebody. People will come to you and just vent to you out of nowhere. And we have to be great listeners because God listens to us. We are representatives of God. He's a great listener. Everything we say to God is not boring. Nothing we say is boring. Because of us, it's us that's speaking. He cares so much, he's so honored that you're talking. To him. A lot of us spend a lot of time talking to other people and not God. I see so much. Let me tell you something. All of a lot of possessions are right now in my reach. And they're like floating in front of me. Like not floating, but just like in the air in front of me. I see the symbol of money in front of me. I see flowers in front of me. I see buildings with the sunrise in front of me. Oh my God. I see a beautiful car in front of me. I see a beautiful home in front of me. I see a lot of opportunities in front of me. So much more. Flowers are us flourishing. Flowers are us flourishing. God will show you your harvest, you know, when it's necessary to show you your harvest, especially when, you, when you're in a place like, God, how significant am I really? Or how important it is for me to sow seed? Or oh, what have? How much seed I have in the ground? And God wouldn't mind showing you that. He would show you your harvest. I'll never forget Minister Antoinette Brazelton said, "When we cry, it waters our flowers and our garden in heaven." I say thank you, God, for that information, because I am definitely a crier. Am I able to walk through? <laughs> and God said I keep every drop in the bottle And when you don't give me What I'm asking Sometimes He come to me with a bottle Like where's my tears I'm like God Sometimes I'd be like I'm tired of crying But I can't help but crying Your presence is a form of my worship to you And a lot of people confuse that They'd be like When I'm crying to God They'd be like It's going to be alright honey you're going to be judged fine. I know. Get it on out. Get it on out. And I'm like, no, it's my worship to God. I'm not crying because I don't know something. I'm crying because I do know something. And God revealed to me last night, you're such a beauty. You're such a beauty. We all are God's beauties. But I love when God called me muffin. <laughs> It just gets more personal. I'm your muffin. Oh, muffin. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I said, i got to have a name for you. What, what am I going to call you, Father? I don't know. I'm not an a, a, a item name person. So people say, hi, honeycomb, or hi, sweet pea. or I'm not that. I just, You know, we've been used to saying boo, baby. <laughs> and, I'm, and God is too good to be called boo or baby. And I don't even see him as that. No matter how innocent it is. Hallelujah. (laughs) So I was like, I don't know what to... I said something one day. I I haven't said it since. I don't know. I don't know. I'll come up with something to be, you know. But I am his muffin. I like muffin. It's so cute. Because muffins are soft. And muffins are sweet. Hallelujah. I like muffins. Make, allow God to uh, just let me get it out <laughs> allow God to elevate your relationship with him on a very personal level to the point you lay on his shoulder and you know he's not there physically but you know he's there spiritually it's like you're so in tune to being so used to being around your God you just lay on his shoulder and you know his shoulder there and one dream God tapped me I didn't know how I wasn't never, you know. Some things when you're walking with God so much, you're not paying attention to what somebody else paying attention to. Like someone say, when you see God, you can, you can't see God. You out of your body because He's so holy, He's so this. I'm like I understand that, but we lay on each other all day. <laughs> I'm always kissing him. I love him. We together all the time. I get what you're saying. He is powerful. He is holy. But I'm just so in tune Until that holiness It became familiar to me I got past that You can't see past Hallelujah I got past that hair being Like that Moses encounter Now if the power is significant It's the same Even higher Because of time But the cause and the effect Of the natural body I'm so used to that That it doesn't affect me in that way I hope you get that. My hair won't stand up still. Now sometimes in God's presence, it will be heavy that we do shake and we do fall. Hallelujah. And we do have gold dust on us. Of course. Let me not take that away from you because I can't. That's God's word. It forever stands. We will experience that. We are experiencing that. And we will continue to experience that. But I'm so in tune to him as a friend and a father. That's my explanation with my relationship. Like we hug each other, the whole heaven, we hug each other. And I was like, God, you're giving me beauty for my ashes. People are starting to see your beauty, your glory, your shine on me. And then Heavenly Holy saying I was like, I'm single. Hey, God, what you have, I gave a message. God, what you have for us is for us. And then some of our heavenly brothers we read about the Bible, like Paul and Stephen Joseph, it was like you're a beautiful woman. If you were in our time, if we were in your time together, we'll say you're beautiful. We'll say it all the day long. Because you are. And that's for every single one of us as a woman, as a sister, our brothers. Are our brothers and we are their sisters you are the sister of Paul you are the sister of John you are the sister of Abraham Isaac and Jacob because you are the daughter of God and you are the son and the brother of Mary 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 how many Marys is it <laughs> hallelujah Martha Esther Delia. so many Miriam. Hallelujah. You're the brothers of all of us. And I pray right now. That no one. Operate in the spirit of lust. Because I say that because God's glorious on us his shine causing us to be Beautiful. And a lot of people are getting caught up in our beauty, just sitting as innocent as to say you're beautiful or wants to get to know you better. Because all they know, the natural is, I would like to be a part of someone's life like that, but not in that way. You have to be spiritually led to approach anything. It gotta be on God's time. With the person God has. We are all attraction. Cause we are all attracted with God's glory. I told God to take that word out of me ugly. I don't never want to consider no one ugly. Because I have never read the word ugly in the Bible, not one time. Or even the word homely. Nothing is ugly that God creates. It's just that you don't understand the beauty of it. Even some of these animals and these fishes and, and these ocean animals, I said, oh my gosh, it caught me by surprise. And I said, hold on, God, you created that. Allow me to understand the beauty of that creation. Even as people Call each other ugly and all this stuff We can't do that You say this person Thinks you're cute Ugh, Come on we can't do that Hallelujah You know what you want God knows what you want Hallelujah Thank you so much for your time. I love you all so much. I, if you keep hearing that ring, ding, ding, I have to minister to a person. And let me say this. I don't have to. It's my honor. It's my honor to serve. I will be that person who weighed on people. And not want to be the person who's giving the orders. I'm the person who's taking the orders. And when I take that order from Holy Spirit, you become the leader who's leading them that way. I don't a person who's giving orders as are people who are seeking their own self-glorification. That's why some people want to be supervisors and Police officers to have that authority. To, to see people do what they say. Hallelujah. And we're going to do what God said. So don't you worry about anything any longer. Because your life is falling in place. Exactly how God wanted to. So continue to follow God and know You know what? I don't worry about anything Whatever God, I'm just going to yield to God And thank Him for this day And whatever happens and falls in place, falls in place But I know one thing, no weapon formed against me shall prosper whatever the devil got set up for me For this day, it's under my feet No distractions, no sudden tragedies In the name of Jesus Nothing negative In my day Nothing And I will not be caught off surprise Caught off guard on anything Because my father is before me Who sees everything So I'm going to continue to praise Praise, praise That's my weapon Continue to stand fast Have faith and be led by spirit So enjoy your day I love you My time is up for now Greater is he who's in us Than he who's in the world Love you Love you and you are a child of God.